Hola, mami. Bienvenida. Welcome to Mommy on a Mission podcast. I'm Mariana, the founder and CEO, Chief Empowerment Officer of Mommy on a Mission Life and Career Coaching. Today, I'm your host and fellow mujer alcanzando metas imposibles, empowering Latina women and all women to reach their impossible goals one dream at a time. I'm also God's child, a Tejana, BOI from the Texas Gulf Coast, wife, mom, yaya, animal lover, and entrepreneur. Whew, trust me, mija, I know what it's like to juggle all the things in life. But wait, why mommy? I'm not a mom, you say. Girl, don't touch that next button. Mommy is a term of endearment to demonstrate the love that I have for you. I'm here for the mommies and mamitas. You know, the mujer who's on a journey of self-exploration with determination to succeed in this thing called life. Girl, come sit with me for a moment. Take a load off for a minute and kick those tacones off to the side. Te invito into my virtual kitchen and let's enjoy this break with our conchas, pan dulce, and some cafecito. Listening to the Latin sounds as we explore your full potential. I'm on a mission to lift you up, to help you rise from the ashes of pain and suffering, and encourage you to start soaring into a new life, a new chapter, a new journey of rediscovery. I want you to explore the life Diosito wants you to live with purpose. Levanta la cabeza and look ahead. Today is that day that you say, I am strong. I am fierce. I am mommy on a mission. Si se puede. Ahora es cuando. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Mommy on a Mission podcast. If this is your first time here, I'm Mariana, the creator of Mommy on a Mission podcast, and also the founder and CEO of Mommy on a Mission. I'm a life and career coach who desires to empower Latina women and all women to reach their impossible goals. So if you're returning, thank you so much for coming back. And if you are new here, once again, bienvenida. Welcome. Well, let's dive in on today's episode. I'm actually very, very excited because this is going to be a six-week series in which I want to ask you, what is your price tag? What is my price tag? Hmm. Well, let's think about that for a minute. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about value and worth. What is your value and what is your worth? You might be thinking, mm, Mariana, I don't know what you're going at with this or what you're talking about, and I don't exactly know what you mean. Sure you do. Okay, let me share something with you, and hopefully this will make sense. If you heard my last episode, you heard me mention that I did not have an easy life, right? You also may have heard that I lived through abuse from my second marriage. But how did I get there? See, throughout my teens up to my early 20s, I did not know what my worth or my value was. I gave a lot of myself away to others and I compromised myself to please others. And it cost me. It cost me tears. It cost me pain. It caused me to lose myself. I allowed others to take advantage of me because I didn't know how valuable I was. After my dad died and, you know, my mom was again a widow it's almost like I lost my place. Like I no longer, because I didn't know where I belonged. I didn't know what to expect anymore. I didn't know how people were going to see me or how people viewed me. I didn't know if I belonged to anybody. I, I felt like very, very lost. Right. So in the process, I didn't feel like I was important. 
right? I became, in my perception of me, I almost felt like I became invisible. So, of course, when you feel that way, you don't feel like you matter, right? Like you feel like you don't have a place in in this world. Like, so then you begin to question, am I important? Like, I'm not worth anything or there's no value to me. And maybe those were not the words you use. Maybe it was like, oh, nobody cares about me. Or no, I'm not that important. Oh, well, who am I to think that I can do this? Or who am I to think that I can do that? Right. And what I was looking for in all of that was I was looking for acceptance. I was looking for love. I was looking for approval from everything and everyone that even if I was, if it was shown to me, I couldn't see why, because I didn't believe it. Right. Because I didn't know what I was worth. So let me ask you this. How many of you give and give and give and get nothing back in return? Sometimes not even a thank you. How many of you will be the one someone comes to and asks for help? Or maybe they need money or maybe they need your time or maybe they just want to vent to you. So they need your ear, whatever. Right. And then once you do it and you you did it out of the kindness of your heart, then later on that person gives you attitude or, or doesn't appreciate those things that you did for them. Right. Like you're always that person that's always there for everybody else. But when you need someone or when you need something in return, maybe you're in a tough spot, maybe you're in a tight situation, or maybe you feel down or whatever, and you need someone to talk to. And you would think that you could go back to that person that's always coming to you, right. For help or whatever. And it's like, they don't have time or they can't, or they don't have money or whatever. There's always an excuse, right? And maybe perhaps it is true. So I'm not going to get, take that away from them. Maybe it is true. But at the same time, what if that was true for you too, right? What if it was true that you didn't have the time, the money, but you made forth the effort, right? Because you felt that they were important enough to sacrifice whatever it was that you had planned or needed to do or whatever, but you've sacrificed that time because you saw that they needed you in that moment. You saw their worth, you saw their value, and you knew that they were important, but then it's not, it's not returned back. Right. And, and so that makes us feel kind of crummy or perhaps makes us feel even worse about ourselves. Or maybe you were that person who was in a relationship and you were mistreated but because they knew you were kind hearted, you know, they would come with their false, I'm sorry. And you want to believe that they truly are. And perhaps they manipulate you and guilt you and give you a sappy story so that you feel bad and give into their request. Cause trust me, I know that that's happened to me a lot. I would do, I would say no, that I couldn't or no, that I didn't have it. And then, you know, that person would be like, Oh, well, I already told them that I could. And I already told them that you would let me and this and that. It's like, well, you didn't ask me. And then I'm like, oh, so you're going to let me make me look bad or you're going to make me look like an idiot or whatever. I mean, okay. So if you're listening, you're probably saying, well, yeah, that's your fault, right? But when you're in a relationship and there's children and, and you're with an abusive person, it gets to that point. And unless you can understand what it's like to be in an abusive relationship or in a relationship that is full of manipulation, you wouldn't understand. But I'm talking to the person that does. Right now I'm talking to, to that mamita 
that is listening right now that knows exactly what I'm talking about. We need to stop seeking the approval or acceptance from those who don't value us or see our worth for what it is. But before you can do that, you need to learn how to do that for yourself. And trust me, this is not an easy process because believe me, it's an ongoing thing. But it will be easier for you to recognize. The one who can truly see our worth and value is God. He says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He also says that we are like precious jewels. And maybe you don't believe that right now. Maybe you don't see your worth or value right now, but I promise you that you will. In the weeks to come, we're going to talk about how to change how we view ourselves. You know, as a coach, I've worked with so many women who were in domestic violence shelters, women who were housewives, women who were in abusive relationships, or women who had spent time going to college and in university, and then they get married and they sacrifice their career to, to be with their families. Right. And when I come, when I see them, they come to me and they're already feeling defeated by life. And oftentimes they don't even know which direction to go in. Partially as a career coach, one of the things, you know, that I have my clients do is complete an application template, a paper application template, because I want to see what they're saying how they are promoting themselves. I want to know what they're putting down as far as what work they've done, what their title was. You know, I I want to know exactly what they've done. And then when they get to that part where it asks, you know, what is your expected salary? Sometimes they don't even know what to put on there. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I get those confident women that come in and they know exactly what they've done. They know exactly how much they want to get paid and they exude this confidence. But more often than not, I would have that woman who would undervalue herself. I've gotten responses such as, well, I was just a stay-at-home mom, or I was just a cook, or just a housekeeper. And it was those words, I was just, that would get me. And I would say, no, no, you're not a just. You have value. You have worth. The work that you did meant something. It had value. It had work. I don't care if you worked as a housekeeper. I don't care if you worked as a secretary. I don't care if you worked as a short order cook. I don't care if you had an executive position. Your work does not define who you are as a person. It's part of you. It's something that you do, but it's not who you are. And I would get this look on them, but they were like, well, what do I put? Because I don't know. So then I would ask them, okay, what was your last job? And they said, well, housekeeper, what did you do? And there would, there it goes again. Well, I just cleaned rooms. Then I would come back and ask them, okay, did you have to stock and keep inventory of your cart? Did you have to mix chemicals and prepare the cleaning solutions? Did you have to tear down the beds and remake them and ensure everything was in order? See where I'm getting at? There was more than I just cleaned rooms. Sometimes I would have them and they would say, well, you know, I had to train staff, the new people that would come in. I would have to take them around and show them. And okay, so now you're training somebody. That's a leadership opportunity or skill. But yet she didn't say that. And that surely doesn't sound like, oh, I just cleaned rooms to me, right? Or when I would ask, how much are you expecting to earn? They would tell me, well, 
I mean, I don't even know what to write down. I just put negotiable. Oh, no, 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 mamacita. You can't allow others to dictate your worth. So I would teach them. I would show them. I would teach them how to research the market value. I would show them what the going salary was from minimum to maximum. And I would give them information. I would provide them that information because I wanted them to see that if you don't know your worth, somebody else is going to put a price tag to your life. Someone will be very quick to put a price tag on your life, right? Sometimes they will lowball and not pay you what you're really worth. And so we have to be careful with that. We have to know what we're worth. We, we must know what our value is. You must know what you're worth and you must know what your value is. It's no different on how you may see yourself, right? When, when you get asked those questions on a job application, you may say, I'm just a daughter, just a sister, just a friend. We need to remove the I'm just and speak with confidence. And if that's hard for you, hey, girl, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. We're going to get you there. This is your time to rediscover your worth and your value. And that's why I'm so excited because the next weeks to come, I'm going to challenge you to take time to really listen and apply what I will be teaching you and sharing you. And trust me, if anything If anything, my hope and prayer is that you will begin to see yourself for who you are and know that you are valuable and know that you are worth so much more than you could have ever imagined. And that was hard for me because I didn't know. I didn't know how much value I have or how much I was worth. And that took me diving into God's word. And I learned that who I needed to seek my approval from, who I needed to seek my acceptance from, was from him. Because guess what? Man, woman, mother, father, aunts, uncles, it doesn't matter. They're imperfect people who are also on that journey of trying to find their worth and their value. And if they've gone through some things in their life, they're not going to know how to share that with you. They're not going to know how to make you feel your worth or your importance or your value, right? Because they're imperfect too. And they're on that journey of self-discovery. But when we can dive into God's word and we learn from him how much we mean to him, I mean, golly, We mean so much to him that he sent his only son to die for us. And you're probably saying, I wasn't, well, I didn't ask him to, right? Because when you feel undervalued, you're like, well, I didn't ask you to, or like, and I've had this happen to me, you know, and maybe I've said it myself to my own children, you know, well, I gave birth to you or I gave you life or, you know, tough. And then they're like, well, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to live this life. And you're right. We didn't ask to live this life. We weren't asked to be born. But God thought it enough for us to be born. He thought enough of us to create us in his image in order for us to live on this earth. And he also, as I mentioned, he sent his only son to die on that cross for us. He extended grace. He extended mercy. And his 
life, his life was sacrificed because that's how much we mean to God. That's how much value we have. That's how much worth he saw in us. I don't know about you guys. If you have children, if you're a mommy who has a child, can you imagine sacrificing one of your own children for this messed up world? I'm selfish. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm selfish. I'd be like, uh, no, not my kid, not my child, not my babies. And I have five. You would think, oh, well, at least you got five. You know, you could at least sacrifice one. No, no, no. Who, who in their right mind would, would think that? Or maybe you're not a mom. Maybe you're a fur mom. Trust me. Cause I, you know, I also part-time work as a veterinary technician. Because it's something that I wanted to do as well. And I only do it part-time because I advocate for animals and I want to be there. But you know what? When I see families come in and they their pet is sick and they have to make that decision to put them to sleep, it's the hardest thing. And that's a pet. And trust me, because if it were my daisy girl, oh my gosh, I would be a mess. But that's how much my pet, that's how much their pet means to them. That they're crying tears, that they're going all this way to the doctor because this pet, this animal, this cat, this dog, whatever, has meant so much to them, has brought them so much comfort, has brought them ease in their their lives, right? That they value, they've put a value to this animal. They've put... They see the worth that this animal has been for them. And yet, sometimes we can't even see that for ourselves, of ourselves. So I do hope you stick around. And I do hope that you will be with me within, with the next weeks to come. As we dive into this of learning what our worth is, And our value is because you are important to me. And I want to see you one day walk away with confidence and know your place, know your worth, know your value, know that you're important, know that you are loved, know that you are worthy because God thinks that of you. So I thank you so much so much for spending this time with me today. You know, like I said, I'm so excited about what's to come. And like I said, my hope and prayers that you will begin to see yourself for who you are and know that you are valuable and you're worth so much more than you could have ever imagined. So until next week, as we continue to dive in, I hope you enjoy your Saturday, your weekend, and I can't wait to have you back in my virtual kitchen again to enjoy some more cafecito y conchitas on Mommy on a Mission podcast. Nos vemos el próximo sábado. Que Diosito me los bendiga a todas ustedes. Hey, Mommy. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mommy on a Mission podcast. My prayer is that each time you listen, you feel more empowered to go on the mission that God has called you on. Also, if you know a mommy who's ready to reach her impossible goals, then please share this podcast with her. And lastly, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you feel like you want to talk about what you've heard 
or you're feeling overwhelmed towards which direction you should go in, let's talk, amiga. Let's schedule a free 30-minute coffee break. I got you, friend. You can find me on my website, mommyonamission.com. Email me at mariana at mommyonamission.com. And on Instagram at hola mommyonamission. Send me a DM and I promise I'll respond. Or you can visit my Facebook page at Mommy on a Mission. All right, amiga. I hope you have an awesome weekend and look forward to spending time with you next Saturday for some more Conchas and Café on the Mommy on a Mission podcast.